When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda and Dundalk. The March sales event is now on, offering low APR finance and deposit contribution across the 191 Renault range. Offer ends March 30th, so call into Blackstone Motors, Drogheda or Dundalk today to see how affordable buying a new Renault is. No bother for me to get a pair of odd socks when I need them. I have loads of them, to be honest with you. But today was very important that I got very colourful ones. Have you seen my picture on Facebook that we have up there with me odd socks on today? You know why I have them on? Yes, it's to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day. And I have to say, everybody at LMFM has made a super effort for this day. And we're focusing on it right through uh, this day in March. And I'm joined on Late Lunch, my first guest today. I'm delighted to have them with us. I have a Film star with me, and she's only a year old. Do you know that? Her name is Joni McArdle, and she's here with her mum, Andrea. And I want to welcome them both to the show. It's great to see you, Andrea. Hello, Jerry. Thank you for joining me. I tell you one thing. I just want to take off these headphones, leave the studio with that little child. Well, Isn't she? Well, so adult? far she's good, <laughs> and she's, she's quiet. She's quiet, but she wants that microphone. She wants that she's microphone. Yeah, so we'll keep her at a. Anyway, you're both so welcome Thank on you. this very, very special day. Tell me about this young lady. She arrived into this world on a very loving day as well. Yes, yes. This is our Valentine's Ah. baby. Yeah, came 13 months ago. Um, She is an absolute star. Mm. Uh, Bit unexpected. Obviously, we didn't uh, know about the Down syndrome diagnosis till after she was born. Um, So we had thought we were going down a path we were used to having two older girls and she took us down a different path so here we are so it's been a a whirlwind of a year I'm sure it has and and, you know when she was born the the pregnancy Mm. was quite normal there were no issues for you or anything no nothing and she was delivered by C-section she was C-section because my others were yeah and is it fair to say even at that stage when she was born with all the experts and Mm. medical people you had around you they didn't suspect anything initially initially nothing was suspected Um, we were a number of hours later before we were just sitting in our room and a a junior doctor came in and had a look at her to do the usual paediatric tests and there were a couple of what they call markers 
um, that they look out for. So low muscle tone, low muscle tone is yes. a big one. And she has a little mark on her hand, which mm. is common with kids with Down syndrome. Yes. So um, now it turned out her oxygen levels were a little low. So they were just a little bit wary and a little bit worried. Um, so I think it was bad, bye. <laughs> so it was a load of little things that kind of triggered it and yes. I suppose it took off did, after that. Did yourself and Stephen know quick enough or did you suspect or? No I no. didn't. Looking at her no she's the spitting image of her eldest sister mm. so no I didn't see it at all. And now, when did they confirm? How long did it, it take? It takes two weeks. It's a blood test. Um, now once she was in the NICU and we were kind of looking at her you know you kind of Steve was very much yes I think she does. Mm. I was probably a bit more in denial. Um but um, yeah, they take a blood test and it takes 10 days mm. for it to come back. So I suppose as time went on and you, you start to read up on it and you learn about the various markers and the various, uh, you know, things that indicate Down syndrome. So I think by the time we had the diagnosis confirmed, you know, we had accepted, well, look, this is this is the path this we're on. Um, now, I suppose, unlike some children, she was perfectly healthy. She had a couple of days in the NICU, but that was fine. Mm. She came out of that and we all went home together and started getting on yes. with our lives and this new path we were on. So, uh, And she had no major health issues at all. She no. had a small issue with her heart, but she, that rectified yeah, itself, she, didn't it? We didn't even realise that at the time. But yes, I think she had a small hole in the heart, but that healed itself. Mm. And we were within in Crumlin within a week. And even at that stage, I think they were happy with her. So and we've yes. had no, no issues since. So very well, lucky. You yeah. know. Do you remember like getting the confirmation when they told you to say that? Yeah, I I do. I don't think it was the worst moment, I have to say. Um, I think by that stage, obviously, it does hit you again once you get the phone call to say, yeah, this is this this has been has been confirmed. Um, and so I suppose there is a there's a line there. So whatever kind of niggling hope you have um, that, that that puts an end to that. But um, I think the worst is really the initial. Yes. It, you know, in hospital, when they initially have suspicions mm. or they mm. suspect it's um, there's Down syndrome, but uh, but you you realise, I'm sure, pretty quickly, and I know this with the community out there mm, that you're not fabulous. the first and you won't be no, the last. No, and no, and I'm sure there are new parents out there today, um, and you know, no, every every parent who's been who has a child with Down syndrome has been through that, and it's, so I heard somebody say yesterday, you know, it's it's the shock. And you have to remember in the beginning, it's shock and shock is temporary. Mm. So it does, it does fade, fade away. And you, uh, <laughs> you do start to uh, just, just get on with life. Yes. And as I say, with some, some families, you know, there's a lot of complex needs there or they may have a lot of health issues initially. Anyway, a lot, a lot of kids do come through it. Um, so the, the challenges are greater, I think, in the mm. beginning. We were pretty spoiled with her now and she's, yes. she's been... A picture of health. I you think know, she's the whole starting way. to realise she's on radio. I think she you know is. That? Yeah, the hands, she's, she's talking with the hands. She is. She's so <laughs> expressive, I have to say. What about her sisters? And, yeah. You know, they're five and eight yeah, now. Yeah. Do, you, do you talk to them about this? Um, we did in the beginning. Mm. I mean, I think it's just become a way of life yes. now and it, it's, just, it's just there. We don't really, talk, you know, unless it's something specific. 
um, we don't really talk about it. Um, but certainly in the beginning, yeah, we we had to uh, we had to sit them down and explain it. And with our five year old, it didn't make any odds to her. She didn't care. Yeah. Our eight year old um, understood a lot more than we anticipated. Yes. So it was a you know she was a little bit upset at first, but she came around very quickly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they both dote on her now. No, you did want to speak. I know when you mm. were here with me today uh, about the hospital. How good yeah. it in the main nearly. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think you had one issue with, with, with one medical person uh, yeah. there. But overall in the hospital, in, in Lourdes Hospital, yeah. they were fantastic. I have to say, you know, you hear, having been on this journey for a year, you hear all sorts of war stories and all sorts, you know, how people found out and what their experience was. But I have to say the, the support and love we got, care we got in the Lourdes was superb. Yes. Absolutely superb. Um, and I think Joni is Joni is just reading really that there as we speak as well, joining in the conversation. She's the I youngest, did. brightest, best behaved guest I've ever had for a child of one on late launch. I have to say, no. When you, you, you talk about the staff in the mm. hospital and how good they were, yeah. Do you know when you go out and your family number one, and then you meet friends and yeah. other people? Is that awkward? Not in my experience, no, not yet. Right. Now I don't know whether it's because she's still very young, yep. and I suppose your experiences change as your child gets older, and you know you're in various different social settings. You're, you know, kids have to tap into all sorts of different school, you know, sport, whatever it may be. Um, but certainly at the moment, no, it's mm. not. And I, I think I would be quite a forgiving person. I'm not looking to be some people can be quite sensitive and that that's their right but I, I just I don't care what people really yeah, you say. just get on with people I know I have found everybody trying to be kind supportive <laughs> yeah. yes aren't they yes little lady people just take one look at you and that's that's the end of it <laughs> she'll tell them what's what anyway she I think. certainly will I can see that already she's yeah. setting out our marker yeah, yeah, here yeah. today but here's the thing mm. in a way do you find that it's awkward maybe for people you know you give yes. me your perspective but you know put yourself yeah. on the other side of yes. the equation. and we were those people yes. not that long ago mm. um, yes I do understand and it can be difficult and you know I think people genuinely want to be friendly and what but they just don't know what to say Aye. and my my all I would say to those people is come up and say hello don't be nervous don't be afraid to say the wrong thing I'd rather you came up and said hello and in invert you know say the wrong thing because that's luck yes I think talking to people is how you break down barriers absolutely just absolutely. you know absolutely I couldn't agree with you more and look at we've moved on so much oh I think life so life yeah. changed yeah, yeah. as you say there is much more of a normality behind yeah. all this and the you know the potential of children who are very special is being realised yeah. more and more and, yeah, yeah. and that's to be so welcomed well I think it's it, I think it's there, it's recognised that they're well able yes of to course. do to do anything in life that they want to do yeah. whether it's uh, academic, whether it's uh, on in in jobs, sport, sport. Special Olympics. Look like, at it, what's it's happened. It's been fabulous. You See know? the medal hall. Oh, look that they've come back it's with amazing. from Addis yeah. Ababa. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible yeah. what they've achieved there. It's absolutely brilliant. You, you know when you think about her going forward because she's only one but yeah. she's absolutely hit all the milestones so far so hasn't far, she? Yeah, yeah she's doing really well we're very lucky yeah mm. um, now we're, we're, I suppose in we've been very lucky that in her first year we haven't had that many challenges but I'm sure going forward of course we'll, all kids have challenges so she will have 
something or other will will show and sure look we'll just deal with that when it happens but uh, don't be trying to run across the bridge before you approach it with that that's the one thing with Joni we've learned is to people always said to us you know just think about the present just think about now don't be looking to the future and when you get that diagnosis the first thing you do is you go from a child that's a few hours old to a child that's 50 or 60 years of age and that's in a way you wouldn't with your others. No, you know? but that's human um, nature as well. Is, and that's the mum and dad's instinct, isn't and it? And you just allow yourself to do that. But, you know, just come back and just think about, look at everything they're doing here and now. <laughs> and she's waving her hands around. You can't see it, but this child is just... <laughs> Talking with her hands. She is. She's full of energy and going her today. She yeah. really is. Oh, she's just gorgeous. I, I say it again. Um, you know... Beyond this, she's mm. going to move through the ages as she grows up. And yeah. is she in, is she in, um, there's no education or anything like that so far? Oh, there is. is that, there yes? is actually. I mean, one thing that's been I've discovered is absolutely fantastic, especially in the Louth area, is um, the Down Syndrome Ireland Louth Meath branch are um, very strong, yes. very supportive. Um, they have what they call like a home tuition. Um, scheme which they run for children from one year of age just up to six years of age. Mm. So I have a home tutor who comes out to Joni once a fortnight to do all sorts with her. Um, At the moment it's just games but it will evolve into I suppose numbers, letters, colours, you know the usual kind of thing which will prepare her for both preschool and primary school. So So it's a fabulous service. intervention. Oh yeah and she's in a little play group in RD also supported by the Louthmeath branch um, called Tons of Fun Tots and that's where we get to meet all our pals. We were at a party there this morning which is held in um, St Mary's Gaelic Football Club in RD and it's just fabulous now. Mm. Great, um, great bunch of people. And you know, when you when you think about that in itself, mm. it's wonderful to hear you. You know, tell us about that, yeah. and that really is positive and so encouraging. She will move through then through her school. Oh yeah, she'll start hopefully to the same schooler. Sisters are in, you know. Yes. Um, and you know this language called, is it love? Love, it's called, Well, yeah. I'll tell you, that girl knows how to use her <laughs> yeah, loves yeah, yeah, at yeah. the moment there. Left and right, no She's mother. trying, yeah, the hands she are going. Is, that, is that starting. a specific language? It, yeah, it's a type of sign language that is commonly used by people with Down syndrome mm. because um, it would take longer for their um, speech to come in. Um, so while they they have no trouble understanding, um, I suppose as they get older, sort of toddlers, young kids, it can be frustrating when they can't communicate. So they use this law of language called law. Yes. And this is also taught as part of our home tuition in the playgroup we're in. So we already have a bit of love. Um, and the, again, the active Louthmeath Down Syndrome branch provide courses on it. It's just... It's fabulous. It's and it, the kid. What you find is when you've other kids, they're busy doing it. So if I can't remember the sign for something, the two older girls are there to <laughs> to tell me. They bring you up to speed. Oh, absolutely! On it. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. It's brilliant. When, when you think back to the shock and what happened, mm. is that gone? You're way past that now. The initial shock, yeah. Yes. I mean, I suppose it's like any shock in your life, maybe a bereavement or something. Yeah, that initial shock is. Uh, it's very tough and it's it's there. Certain things will bring it back, you know, if you're at a hospital appointment or something. But generally, yeah, you've moved beyond that because you have this little person in front of you who is our own little woman, is full of personality and we've got to know each other over the last 13 months. So uh, 
I think she wants to stick with us and we'll stick with her and oh, she's absolutely. dragging us down this path whether we want to go down it or not. So, uh, And hasn't she opened up, in a way, another vista and life oh, for completely. your family absolutely. and for your other daughters oh, and yeah. everybody concerned? Yeah, I mean, I can't underestimate the, the people we've met in the last 12 months has been like people we would never have met otherwise. Um, you know, you can see how communities evolve around uh whether it's the Special Olympics or kids with special needs, um, you just meet a whole range of yeah. people, a whole range of kids, and they're super. And it's and it's it's great to be able to um, be involved in that community, but also bring that the values of that into your everyday life. Frankly, mm. do you know? What about this day? You mm. must be really happy the way it's just. Yeah. you know, it, it, it's mad. <laughs> no, it's. I have to say, no. you know, there are so many of these days during the year, but I will say it here yeah, today. Yeah. This has turned out to be one of the most special, let me say. Yeah, it's, it's. I, I suppose, as you say, there are all these kinds of days come up for all sorts of, you know, all sorts of charities and everything. Um, this is our second year, I suppose, with World Down Syndrome Day. And I suppose last year, yes, we had our odd socks, and but we didn't engage as much in it. I suppose it was still very much early days for us at that time. Yeah. But we've gone all out this year. You have. We've been involved in two videos, no less. Uh, and what, yeah. Look at the smile I'm yeah, getting and the wave yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. now. And we have our know. odd socks and we... She has them on as well. Yeah. And this T-shirt, this lovely... This T-shirt, yeah. Our T-shirts say, I can and I will. And this relates to one of the videos we made, which was put together by her playgroup teacher, Trina Cusson, who um, runs a, a, a... She's involved with the playgroup we're in in RD. Um, and it's basically, she said, just to create awareness around Down syndrome, um, especially for new and young families who are scared, as we were, um, don't know what's ahead of you, are very frightened of what's ahead of you. And fear is a huge thing with the unknown. And just to kind of say, it's OK, you know, yeah. look at these kids. They're happy. They're, they're flying. Um, you know, you have a whole... A yes. lot of fun coming your way, do you know? Absolutely. Um, and I know many of them who have now excelled in education, oh, in sport, as you said, yeah, are yeah. holding down responsible jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. There's great opportunity there. Wonderful. Yeah. And developments, a lot of developments coming, uh, I yeah. think, in further and higher education, which professionally is where I work. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good. Hopefully we'll see that continue so that there will be more opportunities there. It certainly will. Now, we want to finish out today with yeah. a special song from one of those videos that you mentioned that you can check out on LMFM social media. It's, it's up all there over at the, the moment. Place, yeah. Do as well. Share your odd sock photos across our platforms as well. And we'll share them also, especially on Instagram, I say. But maybe you'll introduce this song for us. It's um, this song is by Ellie Goulding who kindly allowed us to use it for um, our video, I Can, I Will, and it's as a, How Long Will I Love You. I'm terrible with the names how of songs. Long how Long I Will I Love You. We love you. Forever. We and I'd say, if you're watching the video, have your Kleenex on the Absolutely. <laughs> I go along with that. Thank you so much. Joni, thank you. Thank you. Andrea, thank, thank you, you Jerry. for joining us on the show. And here she is, Ellie Goulding. Very special.
seasons need to follow their plan. How long will I be with you? As long as the sea is bound to wash upon the sand. Blackstone Motors, Drada and Dundalk. The March sales event is now on, offering no deposit and low APR finance across the Dacia range. Offer ends March 30th, so call into Blackstone Motors, Drada or Dundalk today to see how affordable buying a new Dacia is. You know by this stage how pro-business we are on Late Lunch on LMFM Radio and how we love to promote local businesses, also entrepreneurship and especially young entrepreneurs. Well, I have three young women with me today and when you hear this story, this is a cracker, folks. Let me welcome them to the show first. They're students at the moment in the Sacred Heart Secondary School in Drogheda. They're in third year. They're doing their junior cert. I have Ava Barnett, Leah Kyo and Louisa Woods with me who formed a company called Make Sense. Now, it's not S-E-N-S-E. We'll tell you what the spelling of it is and what it means in the moment. And we're also joined today on the show by Yvonne Walsh. She she is the Make Sense Relationship Manager from Prepaid Financial Services. And you're all very welcome to the late lunch today. Thank you very much for joining me. Yvonne, I have to start with yourself because obviously these girls are here and they have a story to tell. But this all began with Prepaid Financial Services and a competition. Yes, yeah, so they joined the €1 million Euro Innovation Fund and they pitched their idea to Prepaid Financial Services who were willing to help them along, obviously, because they're only junior students, they don't have the funds or the ideas to kind of go ahead and get this company started, so they gave them a handout. And Here they are today, they are. the rest yeah. is history. So this competition, and I know your company are very keen to support what I mentioned a moment ago, young people and ideas yeah, and entrepreneurship, yeah. so this is where they've come through. And a number of others have as well, haven't they? It's not just these girls. Yeah, there was 43 entries into the Innovation Fund altogether, but only 11 junior 
Okay. came into it. Right. So these are very special indeed. Indeed. So you entered the competition. Who's going to tell me? Who spotted the competition? Where did this come from? Come on, tell me, Ava. Um, So we were in our business class and our uh, business teacher, Miss Horn, was handing out a leaflet uh, from prepaid financial services and we saw this competition. And initially, we weren't too... um, uh, Keen, keen or keen on it, exactly yeah okay until we got down to the bottom of the page we saw iPhone 8 up for grabs <laughs> and <laughs> our name was all over it so isn't it yeah. amazing what an iPhone prize yeah. does to just well up the enthusiasm and to get you cracking on this so had you an idea had, did you know what you were going to do or did you start from scratch on this um we didn't really have an idea they gave us a few prompts on what kind of different things you could mm. uh make or um and come up with a few ideas so we saw a prepaid card or a debit card and we did a bit of research and saw there was a gap in the market that uh there wasn't a prepaid card for teens out there so that's when we came up with it okay because uh, i take it is it difficult yeah it it is difficult you can tell me leah to get a a card from a bank when you're a student at school yeah (laughs) like it was difficult and we found that like when you want to buy stuff online and stuff because online shopping is like it's really uh, it's coming more popular now and that when we wanted to buy something online we had to go to your mom and your mom was busy and then you had to to wait until she was done to get to get um, her card out and then try and buy something and you had to show her and it was just taking too long so we thought if we had our own cards it would make it would speed the process so much more but your mom could still look at the card uh, and see like where you're spending money and transfer money to your account so you're still getting the money from your mom, but you're using it yourself You saw a gap in the market that really that you all had it you were the the potential customers for this yes Definitely, yeah. that's what it was was it yeah and and how did you come on come into the conversation you're not sitting over there not talking to me louisa woods let's have a word from you on this one too okay it's all right having that concept and thinking about it what did you do from there did you run it by anybody to try and get a little bit of uh, market research uh, well, we spoke to our Miss Horan, our business teacher, about it, and she thought it was a good idea. So we did some uh, like surveys and questionnaires, and we handed them out to the school. And a lot of people felt that like this would some be something they'd be interested in buying or like having because they shop a lot online and they use their parents like debit cards a lot. So they thought they'd like to have their own. So that's where we kind of. So you're very, very uh, um, good in the way you took this step by step. You you had this feeling yourself, yes, that it might be for us, but you threw the net wide and you got more of a feel from your contemporaries as well. So there was no doubt then at that stage, yes, we're onto something here. What did you do from there? How did you develop it further? Um, well, we we just did more research we started talking to mums and dads seeing if they were interested in on the other side of would course. they actually allow their kids to have these mm. cards and um they were they loved the idea to be honest um they all thought it was a good idea instead of giving the kids pocket money and cash instead of losing all this cash when they're going out to town or going to cinemas or whatever that they have it on a card and if it needs topped up mum can mom or dad can do it at home and so they, they were right on board. And that's very important of the mums yeah. and dads on board because they control the poor strings as well. So that's another piece of the jigsaw. OK. Now, at that stage, so you have both there, you have customers, you have the mums and dads supporting it. What was the next step? What had to happen from there? Well, we uh, had to pitch our idea to the competition. Um, so we came up, uh, we made a PowerPoint and 
basically just explaining our idea and then we pitched it to prepaid financial services and um, so it was like a 10 minute pitch and then 10 minutes of questionings about it and uh, we're all like really nervous but <laughs> it sure went well and um, so we got feedback in January that we'd actually won I, like we delighted I remember just it was late at night and I was just checking my emails last thing before going to bed and we had saw I saw an email that we'd won and I rang the girls I was so excited yeah. um, and then we'd entered more competitions we'd entered the Loud uh, LEO and uh, Student Enterprise Awards um, for Loud and we came first place and intermediate for that and then we went on to represent Loud at Crow Park and we won Best Commercial Potential so these were all like reassuring us that this is actually good we're actually onto something You're sweeping the boards <laughs> with awards and this is fact you have you've won rings around you everywhere you've gone people love this so then you have the all these awards and accolades how do you bring it to, to reality is the card available at the moment tell me louisa uh well we recently went to the leo student enterprise awards and we officially launched our product so it's available to buy now and you can download the app for parents and one for teens on ios and android so it is there as we speak it is available come back to the card itself tell me what are the benefits again you touched on them a moment ago but the real benefits here are what for parents and users yourselves so one of one of the issues that we thought that the parents might like about the card was the fact that the they're maybe given too much uh spending to the kids so they uh one of the things we wanted to do is to make sure that the parents could actually see where the kids were spending their money so they aren't going okay. off spending it on this, that and the other. Yeah, things that they shouldn't be spending yeah, exactly. it on, let's say. Are there, are, are there certain services and products disbarred from this card that you can't buy? Uh, yeah, so the card can't be spent um, in any online uh, website that's for over 18s. You can't go into an off-licence and spend the card and you also can't use it in any gambling. So because it is for 18s, those are automatically uh, banned. So you're, you, when a parent gives it to their child, they know that they're not going to spend it on anything. That's terrific that those restrictions are there as well, aren't they? I suppose for some people they say, oh, it's a pity. But, you know, realistically, it is good that that is there from everybody's point of view. So what age could somebody get one of these cards? What do you say is the lower age and up to 18? 18 is the... Is yeah, well, once you're eight years of age, you can buy your parents can buy this card. So eight from to eight. <laughs> so a credit card, but with restrictions and with, you know, parents controlling yeah. it. Can parents actually see the transactions that take place on this card, Louisa? Uh, yeah, they actually can. They can see where like their child is spending the money and how much they've spent certain things on. So... They'll be able to, like, see if their child's, like, maybe they're not meant to be spending it at a certain place or in a certain time so they can control it. And, of course, they can allot their child X amount per week or per month and that's your parameters. You have to stay within that. And it's up to the parents then to top it up. Is that the way it works? Yeah, so they hook up their, their debit or credit card to the app that they download and they transfer their money into the child's card then. Mm. And the card itself, let me come back to Yvonne Walsh. The card itself is look just looks like any credit card with the with the child's name on it, yes? Yeah, you wouldn't know the difference. It's exactly like your mum's debit card that you use to buy everything online. And it's completely safe. If you lose the card, you can put an automatic block on it so that, you know, the way if you're eight, obviously kids lose things. But they might be able to find it again. So you can block it once you've realised it's gone so that no one can spend on it. And then if you find it again, you can just unblock it on the app. And reactivate it once yeah. more. Yeah. 
God, I can't see a downside to this at all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick holes in this, and there are no holes to be picked in it. To be honest, is there anything? There's, is it, there's no real negatives with this, is there at all? No, uh, I think it's a, honestly, I think it's a great idea. To, um, <laughs> <laughs> as soon of as it course launched. you do, Ava. Yeah. Of course you do, Leanne. Of course you do, Louisa, and prepaid do as well. To be honest, with you. and they're very clever, intelligent people. I have to say, from back to prepaid for a second. This is brilliant, isn't it? This is this is fantastic, isn't it? That that these girls have come up with this. Yeah, especially at their, their age of fourteen, I was. My God, you were on the couch yeah. at home, not coming up with three cards for sure. I won't tell you where I was. My God, that's a different <laughs> different world altogether. To be honest with you, but you—that's another point. You were in second year, secondary school. You know, you're short of any marker, really. I don't mean that in any disrespectful way, but your first marker is your junior cert now, the exam coming up. Got your real entrepreneurs can I say that <laughs> real cracking young entrepreneurs so this is available now and how how can people order this how, how can parents who are listening today they're probably thinking this is what I've been looking for for years how do they go about so getting so they parents go online to the app store or their iOS and they download the make sense app for one for the parent and one for the teen and they sign in through that and get all their information and within few days your cards at your door so simple as that yeah. and make sense who came up with this company name where did that name come from because you know people probably think i'm saying make sense s-e-n-s-e that's not what i'm spell the sense m-a-k-e-s-c-e-n-t-s it's sense it's tied in with money it's a very clever name did you come up with that uh yeah like we're just i don't know it was just it just came like yes yeah, so yeah. you brainstormed this did yeah, you yeah like I remember um, before, while we were doing the working towards the innovation awards competition, we'd have during lunchtime we'd give up most of our lunchtimes um, with Miss Horn uh, to help us a lot, and we'd be in the project room in our school, and we'd just be working on ideas, and it pretty much just came up during mm. that. Mm. So w- w- you've picked up prizes left, right, and centre. This is a, an actual de facto business that is your business and will make money for you, yeah. and you're only yeah. third years in school yeah, doing yeah. junior cert this year. Yeah. I'm so I'm so envious, my <laughs> mighty. That is a great, great story. It really is. So where to from here? You're, you're doing your junior certs at the moment. I see that as well. Um, what um, are your plans beyond junior cert? Um, well, we're we're all looking to do transition year in our school. So we hope that, like, because there's not so much uh, academic and study to have to do after school, that we can really like look at make sense and put in extra work. Um, and obviously, Yvonne uh, runs a day to day at the moment. Um, we hope that uh, in the next few years that we'll launch like more than just Ireland. We we'll go on to Europe, and then hopefully everyone will have a make sense card. So from this wee idea in the Sacred Heart School in Drogheda on the east coast of Ireland, we could be looking at a worldwide product here. Hopefully, that's what we're aiming for. The world's your lobster. <laughs> or oyster, yeah, oyster. I think that's the one we're looking for here. Of course, it's brilliant. It really is. I take my hat off to you. I think you've done remarkable with this you really have and and it's something that you know with parents it's often difficult to, you know yourselves can I have a few euro will you I want to yeah, buy this I want to get that definitely yeah so with the card it's simple as just loading um, how, how, 
whatever much you want onto the card and off you go to spend it and you won't lose it hopefully and yes. if you do it's it's no bother yeah you can just block it and unblock when you found the card or get a new one which is mm. <laughs> you are relatively new as a, a business because yeah. you know you mentioned January this year and it's available now what's the uptake been like so far uh, it's been good. Like I know, uh, I have one. We all have one. <laughs> our friends have one. Um, like uh, our friends have one, uh, and we're like starting to use them now because like all our close friends have one. And yeah, um, I don't know what the national uptake. Yeah, what well, but it is. Is it's going? Let's come back to uh, the uh, relationship manager Yvonne. In general sense, are you happy with the way it's progressed? Early days. Yeah, we're delighted. So we've had nearly over two hundred applications so far, and it's only been live a week, which is a week. Amazing. Isn't really that good. terrific? In one week, that's all you have. And the word is only really getting out now as such. Yeah. And I hope this will highlight it even a little more for for you and your business as well, that more parents listening in today will say, you know, that's something I could actually really have and my child could have as yeah. well. And it would manage things in a much better way. Congratulations, Tina. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm in the presence of brilliance today, I have to say. And well done. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. ...to prepaid financial services as well for, you know, providing that iPhone 8 <laughs> idea up from the boots and <laughs> into reality as well. I think it's just brilliant. I really do. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank I wish you. you well. Just remind us again, tell parents again, how can you sign up for this? Get this. So you can go on to the iOS or App Store at Make Sense, Make Sense Card or if you want more information at www.makesensecard.com. Okay, that's it. Make sense. C-E-N-T-S. Card.com. I was looking at myself this morning. It's brilliant. There's so much in there. It'll guide you around it very easily. Um, and I want to say well done again to all of you. To Ava Barnett, Leah Kyo, Louisa Woods and Yvonne Walsh from Prepaid Financial Services. Thank you all for joining me Thank on Late you. Lunch today. And congratulations to you. <laughs> on Late Lunch, we have this year the best mum in the Northeast competition in association with Scotch Hall Shopping Centre in Drogheda. The winning mum will pick up a brilliant hamper worth €300 from Scotch Hall. It's a lovely prize. So, 
Is your mum the best mother in the North East? And Mother's Day is on the way, Sunday week. And Friday week, that's tomorrow week on Late Lunch, we are going to announce who that is. So how do you enter the competition? Send us a video if you can uh, and tell us why you or your mum or whoever you feel should be nominated as the best mum in the North East is. Send us a video explaining it. Or you can WhatsApp or text us as well to 086 658 or across any of LMFM's social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, I mentioned there a moment ago as well. And we'll be picking a number from the entries, having a chat with them and we'll reveal who the winner is on late lunch on Friday week. Best Mom in the North East, Scotch Hall Shopping Centre, LMFM and the Late Lunch. €300 Euro hamper to be won if you just nominate your mum. So get nominating as soon as you can. Now, Louise, in today's paper, our own Senator Jed Nash, I just see, is proposing a four-day working week. How would that go down, do you think? Well, initially we went, woohoo, didn't we? We <laughs> did, because this is a four-day working week with St. Patrick's just gone. I love these bank And we're still weeks. smiling by a Thursday. Oh, my God almighty. I- I'd love a four-day week. I think it'd be great. What about from Are a Are they proposing longer hours, though, or less money or what? Same money for the four days. I take it you'd have to I put in an hour or two extra each yeah. in, the, in the other days. For a working mum, how would that work? Initially, I would have thought, yes, this is great, and you'd have the extra day with the kids, but... If the schools, you know, that sort of way, it, it'd be a nightmare for parents for childcare, I'd, I would have imagined. Would you? Yeah, like it'd have to be, you know, the, the public versus private sector, yeah. they'd have to work together. But you'd have a day less childcare if you were only working four days, although you could be working longer days in the other four. That's it, and a lot of childcare facilities close at certain times. Mm. So there, it's not all plain sailing. There seems to be a move towards this, though. There's been a lot more talk about it lately, not just in Ireland, across the world. I know in some places, um, in Australia, I saw recently there was an Irish guy working over there and his company. Now, it was a small company, it was only 10 or 12, and they were alternating. Some would work the Monday and some would have the Friday off and the next week, mm. you know, they, they'd take turns and taking the Monday off. But it worked brilliantly and they didn't mind putting in the extra two hours a day. Yes, to have that extra day mm. off. I think there'd be if everybody worked together, all sections, it'd be just yeah. brilliant. It would, would be doable. Wouldn't it be great to be paid the same for four days working the same hours? It would. And like you're in work anyway for it. No, so the what's same the hours, Louise. No, right, yeah, yeah. I think, Jerry, you're stretching out of it. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not? Seriously, why not? Why not? Are we worth it? Oh, we're worth it. Uh, What's that ad? Because you're worth it. Yeah, absolutely. We're what L'Oreal, I think the ad is that I'm thinking of. What do you think? Anyone got an opinion would on that? Would you prefer a Friday off or a Monday? Uh, Monday yeah Monday what would you prefer I think Friday I love Fridays okay Louise is for Friday I'm for Monday if you had an extra day off what would you like Friday or Monday have you any thoughts on this if you have love to hear from you WhatsApp or text 086 658 or 1850 if you'd like to call in the Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda and Dundalk. The March sales event is now on, offering low APR finance and deposit contribution across the 191 Renault range. Offer ends March 30th, so call into Blackstone Motors, Drogheda or Dundalk today to see how affordable buying a new Renault is. 
Toronto United Football Club have been going through a huge transition in the last few months since uh, the new chairman was appointed, Conor Hoy, his new directors and new board now in place and lots changing behind the scenes for the better, I have to say. I'm joined on Late Lunch this afternoon by Barry Sanfi. He's the newly appointed Community Development Officer with Drogheda United. Barry, you're very welcome to the hey, show. Jerry, thanks so much for having me. Here. Thank you for joining me. Well, this is something that... Uh, Drogheda as a football club have needed for a long, long time. Early doors, but you're getting a great reception and reaction, aren't you already? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it, it is something we've been looking to do for a long time. I think we, we need to be more present in the community. We, we need to be showing ourselves to be a bit more of a cornerstone in the community. And we haven't done that for too long. And the division behind Connor and, and the board that have come in now, they, they really want to make that one of, the, one of the big things that they want to hit is that we need to be have the community behind us so yeah I've been lucky enough to be put into the role now as the community development officer I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to do it um, it's it's great to be out there kind of preaching the word of Drolly United as it be um, so yeah it's fantastic I've had a great reaction so far um, I've been into a number of schools in, in the local area and they, they've all been fantastic they've all been very welcoming to me um, we got some tickets out for games and we had a great reaction then on, on our last game Cabin Tidy unfortunately the result wasn't great <laughs> but um, <laughs> But uh, no, I have to say that, that the night itself was fantastic. We we had a great bunch of kids. We had close to 40 kids come out of local schools that night who maybe hadn't been there before, maybe had come up and, and hadn't really enjoyed it and hadn't felt involved. And, and maybe they, they are feeling a bit more involved now, which is my role. And ultimately, the the idea is that Drogheda United will be going into the schools, coaching, developing children, bringing them to games as well. It's a two-pronged attack, really. Well, that's it, yeah. It's, it's, it's not just a case of us looking to get them in the door and that's it. We, we need to give them something. We need to give them a reason to be behind Drogheda United. Mm. So... What I'm doing is I'm, I'm offering kind of coaching sessions. If if the school can't accommodate us, they can come up and see me in United Park. Um, we have a local school down the road from St. Patrick's, St. Bridget's in Bohor Brewer now. And they've been on to me this morning and I have about 60 kids come up to me Tuesday morning, <laughs> which will be an experience. But look, it's it's about getting these kids into United Park. It's about them identifying with their local League of Ireland club. And and that's what we are. You know, there's only, there's only 20 League of Ireland clubs in the country and... The people of the town should recognise that that's fantastic to have one in close proximity to them and we need to recognise that we need to, to pull ourselves out there to get these people coming into us. And that's why you're here today because you want to put the message out there to schools in the Drogheda, Greater Drogheda area, South Louth East Mead, that Drogheda United's doors are open and they want to engage with the school children. Absolutely, yeah. As I say, we, we kind of want to give something back, you know, and if, if it's a case of... I'll have some kids up on Tuesday. We'll do a bit of a coaching session. We'll go for a little walk around the stadium. We'll, we'll see where the players sit on a Friday night. We'll see where the manager sits. We'll go upstairs and have a look around. And it's, it's as I say, it's getting them to realise that this is their football club. And we we haven't been great previously, but our baby steps going forward now certainly to, to, to get these kids in, get them involved. And as you say, anything we can do to, to kind of engage with local schools in the Drotty area, down as far as East Mead, as you mentioned, we're 100% behind it and our doors are certainly very much open for that. You've uh, felt that the winds have changed because you've been there a few years. You came in uh, with Derek Boyle in the under-19 setup and Drogheda a couple of years ago. There's been seismic change, is that fair to say, in recent months? Yeah, look, absolutely. It's It's been night and day. Um, yeah, I came in, I was very lucky Derek Boyle gave me an opportunity a few years back to come in and do a bit of coaching. Um, and... Uh, I've grown up around the League of Ireland I've been involved in the League of Ireland for many years as a supporter so to be part of a club was fantastic and since then the club's been fantastic to me 
but um, certainly within the last three, four, five months, yeah, it's, it's been massive changes. The, mm. the the vision that the club has now, where where they want to go, where they want to be. Obviously, the stadium announcement has been been a massive a massive help behind that push, but. If if Connor and himself and the, the the new board that's come in and and people like myself haven't been there to to kind of try move us forward, you know we'll we'll get stuck in a row and we won't go anywhere. Yeah. So it's it's been great the changes we've been looking at making the last few months mm. and as I said it's it's very much baby steps but they're they're baby steps in the right direction. Just the main thing. I've seen the plans for the new stadium and it's yeah. just not a stadium. It's it's an academy for football that's coming on the north side of Drogheda and it's really exciting times for the club and the message is this is happening. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, the, 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 the talks and that are very advanced. I know yes. Connor's been quite vocal in that the last few weeks, and, and, and same where he's been. He's met with the FAI, he's met with John Delaney, and, and it's been it's been all very positive. The talks that have been coming out of that. It's it's I, I know we talked a little bit off there, and you mentioned the word football and hotbed, and it certainly is. This town is a football and hotbed. The northeast area is a football and hotbed, and we need a facility. To, to, to be proud of and to be able to develop ourselves further and as you've said off the plans and that it's it's fantastic looking mm. it's it's not just a stadium being lumped in with a pitch it's it's a facility it's several pitches outside and it, it can really really push football forward in this area now you were doing your bit as you said as the new community development officer the schools are responding to you but you're here today in particular to talk about a new junior academy that's kicking off at Trahody United United Park uh, next Tuesday evening tell me a bit about this that's right yeah we, we've been looking as I say to the the, the main focus for the start of my role has been with, with the younger children of the Drada area and um, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up with the League of Ireland and I want these kids to, to identify with their local club and grow up with it as well. So we've decided to start off with this uh, junior academy. So that will be starting next Tuesday, as you mentioned. So it's for 6 to 11 year olds, boys and girls, and it's for players of all levels. Um, we're not just being specific where we go with it. You don't have to be a Ronaldo. Absolutely. Look, or a Megan Campbell. It's, it's great if they are. <laughs> we'll take them in. But um, no, look, it's it's for players of all levels. If kids are coming in that haven't kicked the ball before, we're more than happy to have them. But we're going to run that from, from 6 to 7, six p.m. to 7 p.m. An um, hour each Tuesday. An hour each Tuesday evening, yeah. And you'll have your coaches there and all. And of course, you are a UEFA coach yourself, but there's going to be pr- professional coaches there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, we, we, we've all the, all the coaches that we need there and all the qualifications and all the paperwork signed and, and sealed, <laughs> as they say. But um, yeah, look, it's it's just about, as I say, giving these guys a chance to, to kind of get used to seeing you know, the park and spend a bit of time in there. And hopefully they'll come up then to, to, to a match after that because they'll be used to being in the area. Mm. So on the back of this, then, if we're looking, whoever we have signed up coming into Tuesday, we'll actually be giving away tickets to them, an adult ticket and a child ticket for our next home game, which is Wexford, Friday week. So anybody who's there Tuesday evening will get their tickets and hopefully we'll get to see them up at the Wexford game. So it's, look, it's about building ourselves up and, and, and kind of engaging as much as we can with the community and we're hoping that the academy will be a good start to that. So Junior Academy, 6 to 11 years of age, boys and girls of all abilities. Think of this, they'll be out there under the lights in United Park at a League of Ireland venue with professional coaches, getting the exercise, being taught the game as well. It's a win-win all round. It starts next Tuesday and it's from 6 to 7 and now we're each Tuesday for 10 weeks. And just to let people know, it's €20 Euro to join and then a fiver per session. So if you miss a session, you're not paying for the whole thing. Absolutely, that's it exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's come as you can. Um, and as I said, it's it's just an opportunity to get these kids in to get them to use the United Park, and 
look, you never know, years down the road, you might have somebody who said, I remember being six year old playing in United Park and now they're playing in the first team. So, you know, that that's the dream. Isn't that the dream? Yeah. And dreams do come true and you'll be playing in this brand new stadium as well, there state we of go. the art when uh, it arrives in the not too distant future. So if people want to book, uh, I know you can go on to drawdyunited.ie forward slash junior hyphen academy. So that's drawdyunited.ie forward slash junior hyphen academy. Or you can show on the night. Get up as early as you can before uh, the six o'clock start time to register next Tuesday. That's it, yeah. Look, if, if you can't get it through online yet, pop up to us around halfway of the Tuesday. We can do registration there and there for you. So it's... it's, it's okay, so Tuesday registrations then. from 5.30 on next Tuesday and the session starts at six o'clock to seven o'clock and it's for ten weeks on a Tuesday. That's it, yeah. Exciting times. Are you relishing this challenge? I'm absolutely relishing it, yeah. I'm absolutely loving it at the moment. It's, it's been an exciting couple of months and... As I said, the, the, the feedback I've got so far has been fantastic. It's only been really positive from the community mm. and I've literally just, just touched the star of the community. I haven't even gone down forward until yet, so I'm hoping that, that that continues. And look, there's good times ahead. Absolutely, I'm sure it will. And by the way, I see you with a Millennium <laughs> Tree certificate you brought in, which you've been listening to the show the last well, few days. Of course I have. Let me have a look. So this is, you have yours for the, that's Matt Cavan at the grounds. Matt, Matt gave you his, did Matt's he? Matt gave me one, yeah. He, Good he man, came Matt. to me this morning, Matt. He said, make sure you bring that up to Jerry today. So, And this is the original Sanfi family one. Yeah, my, my mother, bless her, she she framed it. She hung it up in the house and it's been, it's been there ever since. And, and Lord rest when she passed away, she, she was given to me and I have a framed up in oh, my house so good man yourself Barry yeah. and your tree just incidentally we were talking about where the forests are the Sanfi family tree is in Kilkenny and Matt Cavanagh's tree the Cavanagh family is in Derry Gorry in Monaghan a lot of people around here have the Derry Gorry one but I haven't seen the Kilkenny forest on that one before uh, I, I, that's great I think similar to our surname it's, it's probably not the, the most populated forest <laughs> in the country so. oh, I wouldn't say that at <laughs> all Barry listen thank you for bringing in those certificates oh, I appreciate welcome. it nice little link with the show uh, in previous days. Barry Sanfi, Community Development Officer with Drogheda United Football Club. I wish you well and thank you for joining me on thank the show. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for the time. Began with the trees, I'll remind you again. Then it went on to the candles and the scrolls. We talked about the Joe Jacob tablets and I was wondering what else people received from their governments over the years. Well, I'll tell you this one. A late lunch listener was listening yesterday when we were talking about the candles and after the show she WhatsApped us in a picture of a gas mask. And seemingly, after a recent bereavement in her family, they were clearing out the attic and found seven of them, one for every member of the family. Apparently, they were given out to families in only certain areas of Ireland by the government in 1940. That was the Second World War years. To find out a little bit more about this, I'm sure he knows, I'm joined by historian Sean Collins. Afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Sean, are you familiar with this? It's something a little before my time, I have to say. Well, I must admit, a bit before my time, but I remember playing with one in my granny's house in Trinity Gardens when I was a child. Uh, They were left there from the Second World War. Um, Towns in Ireland, particularly port towns, seem to have had gas masks distributed for the fear of the possibility of gas bombing taking place. Interestingly enough, in 1939, and I would say in June of 1939, uh, they passed in the Dáil, which would have been three months before the war, an air raid precautions bill, because they were afraid in event of war, which they could obviously see was coming down the line, 
uh, that the country might be bombed. And a sum of £320,000 was voted to to put in precautions in the result of air raids. Uh, They were probably scared by the bombings that took place in the First World War where people were gassed and the great fear of the damage caused by gas. And then in the Spanish Civil War in the 1930s, gas was also used in bombing raids. And there's a famous painting by Picasso of the destruction at Guernica uh, of the people, the way they were uh, emaciated by the gas. And so there was a great fear of this gas. So in Ireland, they were preparing, just like England, in event of war to provide gas masks. In England, believe it or not, they distributed 28 million gas masks. Really? In Ireland, uh, I have no figure on the distribution, but uh, the Dáil declared a state of emergency in uh, the 2nd of September 1939, and immediately afterwards they began to issue gas masks, particularly, as your researcher pointed out, in what seemed to be the port towns. Yes. It would be the ones most at threat. And I would also say in 1941, both Belfast and Dublin were bombed. Mm. And so you could see where they would have started to distribute them. Yes, I see Drogheda and Dundalk mentioned in our own area, just to be a little more specific. So Drogheda and Dundalk households would have received these. Sean, to come back to that story, seven, and the lady can say there were seven people in that family. So one was supplied for each member. Yes, and I remember playing with one, Jerry. And to tell the truth, when you put one on, after about three minutes, you began to choke. You couldn't breathe. <laughs> oh, no. You're supposed to manage with gas coming through it. And also, there was asbestos in the filter. Right. So that's another problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Health and safety gone today. Not a chance, Sean. Absolutely. And uh, there was also a larger gas mask for to put a baby into. Right inside? Yeah, it was about the size of a bucket. But it was a gas mask, and the baby, poor baby, would be put right into it. Now, fortunately, in Ireland, I don't believe we ever had to use them, or the people ever had to use them. Yeah. And, uh, with, with Ireland staying neutral um, and not participating in the war. But interestingly enough, you might like to tell uh, your correspondent or the person that contacted you, um, they're now for sale on social media for €60 Euros a gas mask. So she has €420 Euro worth of gas mask that... Shouldn't be, shouldn't be sent to the recycling or to the bins or anything like that. Oh, my God, she has value now. And she, I'm sure they, they were distributed in cardboard cartons with the instructions inside. Right. And I'm sure she has those, but I'm sure there are lots of people out there who would remember them. It came back to me this week, uh, sadly, with the burning of Westgate Mill, the old Dunahee's factory. Yeah. Uh, my father told me that he remembered he walked there and he remembered going home at one o'clock to have his dinner. They had their dinner then, not their lunch. He went home to have his dinner. And he sat and listened on the radio and Neville Chamberlain announced that Britain was at war uh, with Germany in light of the invasion of Poland. And he said the second item on the news was that the Irish government had passed an emergency act and Ireland was declared to be in a state of emergency and that all frontline reservists should report to their uh, nearest barracks. Mm. And as he was a member of the volunteers, he had to go and report in Portobello Barracks in Dublin and he didn't get back to Dunahees for about four years. Oh my word, there's another story in that and we'll have to come back to that another day. But Sean, thank you as usual for enlightening us on the gas mask. Appreciate it. 
Okay, Jerry. Take, take care. care of yourself. That's historian Sean Collins there. There you are. That's what the word needs. That lady has a, a few pound in the attic with the gas masks. Jerry, don't fool yourself. Irish people would complain. Now we're talking about the four day week here and still demand bank holidays, says Ella. Good point. Besides, the private sector is not paid if the project isn't done. We already work more than 39 hours a week. What about doctors? There will be even longer time to wait for a visit for a surgical procedure. It will work only for politicians and those in government jobs, she says. Somebody else saying, just wondering, would it be four days for schools as well, Jerry? Eight to five for the four days? Well, I suppose that would have to lock into the new scenario as well. And Louise, you, you've just been uh, having a look at this. And, and in the UK, we were saying that if it was four days, you'd have to work longer hours. Not so. No, it just gets better and better. It just says uh, some companies in Britain are currently trying out a four-day week for employees who had previously worked a five-day week. And these employees enjoy the same pay and the same leave entitlements. And so far, it appears productivity increases rather than falls as a result of this move. So no extra hours. Isn't that just a dream come true? There you have it, and they're trialling it in the UK at the moment. I'll ask you a question now. Have you an hour to spare? If you have... Do you know something? You could help combat loneliness. Find out more with us next. Uh, I've a shocking memory. Louise will tell you. Sure, I don't remember an hour ago what's been happening in my life, but I do remember talking about befriending on late lunch some time ago. And I think it's appropriate now to just have a catch up and see where it's gone since we introduced it here on the show first. Because Paulette McCardle joined me then, and today she's joined on late lunch by Geraldine Devon and Joan Moore. And I want to welcome them all to the show. Great to see you, ladies. Paulette, if I begin with yourself, will you remind me, when was that? Uh, about 2015, um, we started May 2015, so I think it was, it was about six months in, I came up to visit you and have a chat about it. And the rest is history at this stage. This all comes under the banner of the Drogheda District Support for Older People, yes. Yes. Yeah. That great group who does wonderful work in the community here in the North East. So remind us again, what was the uh, the concept of the idea behind this? Uh, Befriending Drada is one of the branches of Drada and District Support for Older People and it it's a very simple concept of uh, organising volunteers to go out and visit older people in their homes, people who may be isolated through illness or, mob- or their immobility. Um, so we organise volunteers that will go out once a week um, and befriend them, be be their friend, yes. basically. So it is, it's lonely if you live alone and you don't see many people from one end of the week to the other and it's great to have people call in and check on you and have a conversation with someone about what's going on in your world and theirs as well. Have you had good response to this in terms of people coming forward to give their time and how much time do you have to give? Well, we ask our volunteers to dedicate one hour a week That's to, all. To, their befriend, to their befriended person. They can give above that if they like, Jerry. You know, yeah. we what we ask and expect is is one hour a week. Mm. What they do above and beyond that is up to themselves, mm. and generally it is more than an hour. Okay, a week. when it starts at an hour, it grows. Yes. And and as you said, it's initially the thought is just to call in, have a chat, yeah. nothing else besides. But beyond that, it's up to whatever develops in, in the relationship between the two people. But you've had a decent response to this, yes, yes, yeah, ongoing response um, for the last few years, and we have. We would have about 35 what we call matches um, ongoing at the moment. But over the lifetime, of we have almost 100 matches that have happened. They come
come and go yeah. at the nature of things. But we have a, a good steady 35 at the moment. Um, Which is go. great. And yeah, they're great. active and live and paired yeah. with people as well. Let's hear from Joan Morn because Joan is here and Joan is somebody who has been befriended, Joan. I have indeed been befriended and it's made a great difference to my life. How? Now, I'm 80 years of age and is it all right if I... I Because I did not know what to expect so I had written what I wanted to say. (laughs) Okay, go on. Let's hear. You're all right. Of course you can. What did you want to say to me? Well, um, I'm Joan Morn and I'm 80 years of age. We have many elderly people in Drada. If living alone, they can feel lost, lonely and nervous. Many need assistance, however may not know where to look, who to contact for much-needed help. The Drada District support for the elderly can be of great assistance and the contact number is free. It's 1800 200 100. There are many volunteers who, in their own time, give to the elderly a variety of help and assistance, both men and women. This is just a few examples. A call each morning, five days a week, with your chosen time. I found this very helpful and gave me a feeling of security and care. Also available advice and information to your inquiries. Computer skill. Um, computer skills, one-to-one lessons, help with garden and small repairs in the home, etc. Uh, I personally wish to thank everyone for their dedication to the assistance I and many elderly receive and have come to rely on. Once more, the free phone, one eighteen hundred. 200, 100, 7 Haymarket. Well, can I tell you something? I couldn't have done that better myself. And you, you've just made a wonderful advert, so you have, for the Drogheda District people and what they do. But tell me this about you. Did you look for this? Did you ask to have somebody, you know, befriend you? I eventually uh, met a person who gave me directions uh, to here. And mm. um, uh, that was the very first place that I approached because as you get old, uh, you feel um, very lost and you don't know what to do. You don't know who to ask for help. And uh, I started there and from there I progressed a great deal and <laughs> I've received a great deal of help. No, for which I'm very alone. grateful. You live alone, yes? I live alone, yes. Yeah. And the person that you become friends with, how, how long are they befriending you? Yeah, oh, well, the, uh, uh, actually, uh, Geraldine uh, uh, chose a person to call, call to the house to me and befriend me, and they have been doing that for about six months. And how's it going? It's gone very well. You're very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy, yes. And yeah. does that person do the hour, or do they go beyond that in the week at Oh, they station? go beyond it. Do they? Yes, they do indeed, yeah. And it's made a significant difference to you and your life, yes? Yes, they can uh, be there for two, two and a half hours, generally speaking. Yeah. And uh, will, if if you uh, permit them, um, go and make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or something and we join in chat and we exchange our interests in life and uh, that's very helpful. Do you feel more connected, more part Absolutely. of? Absolutely. Absolutely more connected, Yes. More confidence. I'd uh, lost a great deal of confidence. I had a great many interests. I love reading. I write poetry. And uh, I had given up all these things. And 
this is uh, from the help and assistance that I got. I, I, I now feel that I'm right back into all of those things again. My, oh my, I don't think you can give this befriending any greater endorsement than those words you've just spoke there. Thank you. It really is lovely to hear. Geraldine Devon, come into the conversation. You've done the match. You're a good matchmaker. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know about that one, Jerry, but we try. No, you you have. You really have. So this in itself is is, um, a skill and a task to try and get somebody that suits the person. That's very important, is it? Yes. Yes, we first go and visit the client and we talk, find out their interests um, and get a sense of who they are. Mm. And then the volunteers who give up their time so willingly and Paulette and myself then kind of have several chats to and fro and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but 99% of the time we've found... You get the match yes, right. Yes, But and isn't that like any relationship yeah. in life? You know, some work, some don't. Some people suit, others don't. Yeah. You know, and that's yes. that's just yes. the, the, the yes. nature of it. Yeah. You know, we're talking today to Joan and what a story she's told us about her own situation. But maybe we haven't got one here because I, I know you're to administer it, but you're not directly involved in befriending people. From the perspective of the other side the person who becomes the friend they get a lot out of this I'm sure as well do they? Huge amount yes it works both ways and uh, the volunteer would willingly say that to us and get very involved and friendships lifelong friendships start Mm. you know Mm. and, um, and continue on and we interact all the time with both the client and the volunteers. Yes, yeah, so it's just not there you are, it's over, that no, no, continues. No, no, so no it, it does, continues. Yeah. And, and Joan, back to you as well. Loneliness, I've mentioned it over the years on this show. It's, it must be one of the greatest pains, is it ever, to feel alone? It's absolutely dreadful. And, and uh, if you've been a person who have, uh, by nature, been a very independent person, and uh, suddenly you find that uh, that there's no assistance there, no help, but you think there isn't any assistance there or any help. Um, you uh, withdraw from everything and uh, you become ill and you lose interest and you don't look after yourself or your health or anything else. So the huge difference is the help that I got here mm. and the beginning that gave me a... a a butt. <laughs> <laughs> a push. Yes, that little push along. That little push, You yeah. say you love reading. What do you like to read? Oh, I, I li- like to read autobiographies. Um, I, I like uh, something about uh, that's true. Um, I don't read fiction. Um, so uh, I also like poetry, and I like to write poetry. And um, uh, my mother-in-law used to laugh at me because I had books all over the house and she didn't read it all and she would say what are you doing with all the books <laughs> I couldn't part with the books even <laughs> so, that's, so that was a great problem yes. but, uh, and at the moment I'd say that I probably have about 250 books in the oh house oh my god <laughs> we have a bookworm here on a stay Paulette I know I have to wrap this up in a moment oh, you're right. smiling there like the cat that got the cream congratulations if Joan and her friend are an example of this it is a wonderful wonderful success for anyone listening today if they want to find out more about this how yeah. 
Well, they can contact us on one eight hundred two hundred one hundred. Drogheda and District Support for Older People down at the Haymarket. We're happy to take referrals. If we we take any pe- people can come in and and refer themselves, mm. um, and we will work with them and organ and organise a volunteer suitable for them. You know. It's a terrific story. I have to leave it there today, ladies. Thank you. I'm delighted Thanks to meet much. you, John. I know I'm just thinking thank here. You. You're 80 years young, and I began late lunch today with a guest that's one year old. Very so good. from one year of age to 80. You have it all on late lunch every single day. But for the moment, Paulette McArdle, Geraldine Devon and Joan Moran, thank you very much for joining me on the show. And we leave you with an appropriate one. Yes, it's James Taylor. And if you're befriended, you've got a friend. (laughs) When you're down and troubled And you need a helping hand And nothing, oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I will be there To brighten up even your darkest night You just call up my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running Oh yeah babe To see you again Winter, spring, summer will fall and All you got to do is call And I'll be there, yeah, yeah, yeah You got a friend Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.